Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's Steven Zahoyas with episode six of the Rally Towel Fantasy Football Podcast. And on today's episode, I'm going to be talking about my Dynasty Fantasy Football tight end rankings. And for the full list, if you want to go players 1 through 40, head on over to rallytowel.ca to see the complete list along with my wide receiver, running back, and quarterback rankings and all that information, all that beautiful knowledge. It costs you absolutely nothing. So head on over there to rallytowel.ca to go and win your fantasy football league. But back to today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the tight end position in Dynasty. And one thing was made clear to me when I was going through my rankings and that this is a deep position. There's a lot of players who are in the prime of their career and producing right now, but there's also a good mix of young up and coming prospects that really do make it deep in Dynasty League. So that's definitely a change at the position. Before it used to be you either had you know one of the two or three big guys or you were kind of out of luck at tight end. But no, now now this is a deeper position. So on today's episode, I'm going to talk about a few of the key veterans on the list, a, cute, a few of the key up-and-comers on the list, and you know we'll just go from there, see what happens. So let's not waste any more time, and let's start with the veteran tight ends. So I'm going to start off with the 10th ranked tight end on my list, and that's Austin Hooper. And while I like the move to Cleveland long-term, I think short-term it's a bit of a knock because he's going into a new offense which has a lot of returning pieces. Odell Beckham Jr. is coming back. Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, David Njoku. This is a busy offense to be in, and Baker already has chemistry with all of these guys. He played with them all last year. So Hooper's kind of the new kid at school here, and depending on what happens with training camp because of the COVID-19 situation, he might not be able to build that chemistry and get on the same page with Baker as easily as these other guys. So I think a, a bit of a short-term hit to his value is taken by the move from Atlanta to Cleveland, but he's still only 25 and he's very talented. He he proved last year he can handle a large volume. So while Hooper, some short-term worries, long-term, I'm not that concerned about him because I know the talent will eventually win through and he'll be able to develop that trust with Baker Mayfield. Next up on my list, here's an interesting guy. Here, here is someone that has just caused nightmares for dynasty fantasy football owners and that is OJ Howard of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I kind of like OJ Howard as a nice buy low candidate. I think there's definitely some appeal there, especially now that Gronkowski has joined that situation. But man, talk about a disappointment. Really, if you took OJ Howard early in your dynasty draft, man, like I don't know what to tell you. It just hasn't worked out. He, he of course, has that first round pedigree, but they act like he like he was a mid-round pick. He's never really shown through in that Tampa Bay offense and he's had 34 receptions in back-to-back years. I mean, that's not going to get the that's not going to pay the bills in dynasty fantasy football. And like I said, the emergence of Gronk, who I'm going to get to in just a minute, really doesn't make it any easier for OJ Howard. But as I said before, if you can buy low, Gronkowski not going to be in that offense forever. So now is a good time to buy low. Because again, I think he's a very talented player. 
but he just has not been able to shine through and they've loved to use those two tight end sets with him and Cameron Brayton at times they've had the split time on the field so it just hasn't been the most ideal of situations but I still think he's talented enough that he can have a real breakthrough sooner or later the tight end who I just finished teasing while talking about OJ Howard is my number 25 tight end in Dynasty Fantasy Football Leagues, and that is Rob Gronkowski. And before I even get started with any analysis whatsoever, I want to extend my belated birthday wishes to Gronk, because on May 14th, the Gronk turned 31 years old, so happy belated birthday, Gronk. You share a birthday with my girlfriend's mother, so... Take that for how you would like. Nonetheless, let's get into the analysis. And Gronk, this is a play-to-win-now move in Dynasty Fantasy Football because, like I just mentioned, he is 31 years old and his body has been through a lot. He has got an extensive injury history. But he already has established chemistry with Tom Brady, which could be a huge leg up on every other Buccaneers receiving option if training camp is modified or canceled. So although I am concerned given Gronk's age and his extensive injury history, I mean, the guy is coming out of retirement because of injuries for crying out loud, but there is some significant upside this season if you're willing to take a risk on Gronk because at the end of the day, especially in Dynasty, that's a huge risk because as I mentioned, you got to factor in that injury history. You might not get him for a full season. It seems very unlikely that Gronk is going to play a full 16 games given everything he's already gone through in his career and his age. I mean, it's not like this guy's going to play for another five years. This might be a one-and-done comeback year for Gronk. So huge risk, not a lot of long-term upside, but I mean, the immediate upside is huge with Gronk. So I have him as 25. I'd just rather prefer some options who give you a little bit more long-term success than Gronk. But if you're trying to win it this year, he's a good option. Let's do a 180 and start talking about the young up-and-coming players at the tight end position. And I'm going to start off with my number seven player, and that's TJ Hawkinson of the Detroit Lions. Now, Hawkinson was injury riddled for 2019, his rookie campaign. He dealt with a shoulder injury. He dealt with a concussion. He dealt with an ankle injury. There was a lot going on for someone in their rookie year, and that's a tough position as it is to figure out right away for a first-year player. But let's not forget that he's probably the best tight end prospect we've seen enter the NFL in the last probably three or four years. So this is a player who has a lot of pedigree entering the league and year two with Stafford I expect the two to gain some more chemistry together I would be shocked if Hawkinson doesn't emerge as the number two receiving option in this offense and this Detroit team is going to pass the ball a lot you have to figure game script is going to lend this team to passing the ball more than it will running the ball and I say that because they probably won't be leading a lot of games late in the third and in the fourth quarter which means they won't be able to just rely heavily on the run so I could see Hawkinson getting some nice volume this year and really starting to take a step forward in year two in Detroit next up is my number nine ranked tight end in dynasty fantasy football 
Dallas Goddard of the Philadelphia Eagles. And this situation in Philadelphia is really starting to emerge to be more of a 1A and 1A than it is a 1A and 1B. And to see that, you just have to go back to the Eagles post their Week 10 bye last season. So, in Weeks 11 to 16, I'm not using Week 17 because Ertz didn't play at all, so it would be unfair for me to use that snap count. But from Weeks 11 to 16, this is how the snaps between the two tight ends were divided. Goddard received 357 snaps. Ertz, 392. So over the course of six weeks, less than 40 snaps divided the two players. So not a very large margin at all. This is definitely starting to be a more evenly distributed tight end snap count for both players, which means Goddard is probably very close to breaking out and maybe even surpassing Ertz in this offense. Ertz has played a lot of years. He's seen a lot of volume. It could be time now to get Goddard more involved in this Philly offense. And at just 25 years old, the sky's the limit with this guy. So I'm very excited about Dallas Goddard, and I think he's a value. Even in my rankings, I have him at number 9, but I was thinking about it. I might move him ahead of Ertz. That's how excited I am about Goddard in Dynasty. So he is definitely one of these young up-and-coming tight ends that have helped make the position so deep in Dynasty Fantasy Football. So the last young up-and-comer I'm going to talk about is Noah Fant of the Denver Broncos. I have him as my number 11th ranked tight end. And at 22, there's so much ahead of this guy. But I am a little concerned by the Broncos' addition of Albert O. You can't ignore it. Albert O and Drew Locke played together in college. So there is some built-in chemistry with the two right away. And that's a little concerning, especially when you consider what Albert O brings to the table. He is not by any means a stellar blocking tight end. This is almost strictly a receiving option at tight end. So I do think Fant is more talented. I will say that if you're looking for the better all around and even receiving tight end, I would go with Noah Fant. But Albert O, like I mentioned, that chemistry, it's invaluable. We really don't know how Drew Locke may gravitate towards having a familiar face in the huddle. But again, this Broncos offense has changed so much this offseason. They've got Jerry Judy now. They added KJ Hamler, Albert O, I mentioned, Melvin Gordon. This is going to be a new look offense. So I have Noah Fant as my number 11 tight end because I think with all of these weapons, he is going to be able to get open and there'll be less defensive attention on him in 2020. So I really like his chances of building off a very strong rookie campaign. All right, I'm going to try something new on this podcast. It's called Rapid Fire. I'm going to go through four tight ends I have ranked and just give a little blurb of analysis on each of them. So I'm going to start off with my number two tight end, Mark Andrews. And I like Andrews to take a step forward in 2020. I think we just saw the tip of the iceberg with Hayden Hurst gone now. Mark Andrews will see the field more, and it's going to be hard to cover this guy because linebackers have to dedicate so much attention to Lamar Jackson's running ability. Andrews is able to get open with ease in this offense, and now that he's on the field more, I can see his volume going up. So Andrews, my number two tight end. Next up, number 13, I have Irv Smith Jr. of the Minnesota Vikings, and I think it's only a matter of time before he takes over as the true number one 
in that offense. He's another player who has a lot of pedigree coming out of college and a very athletic receiving tight end. Irv Smith Jr. could easily find himself at the end of this season in my top 10. Next up, my number 18 tight end, Jay Sternberger. I like Sternberger's chances as becoming the number two option in this Green Bay passing offense. If you look at it, they didn't do much to add to this receiving core. Devin Funches was really the only addition. So I think Sternberger has a good chance now that Jimmy Graham is gone to establish himself as the number two. I think him and Rodgers will build a little bit more trust now that he's not a rookie, and that'll help his fantasy value. Next up, my number 19 ranked tight end, Blake Jarwin. And although the addition of C.D. Lamb kind of cuts into his value a bit, I still like Jarwin because I think when he has been on the field, he's proven he can be a really good receiving tight end. And Dallas figures to be a team that is going to be throwing the ball quite a bit considering the way their offense is constructed. I know they like to rely on Zeke as well, but I think they'll be running, uh, excuse me, passing the ball quite a bit as well. And Jarwin is going to eat in to those lost Jason Witten targets now that he's on the Las Vegas Raiders. That's going to wrap up Rapid Fire and this podcast. Episode 6 is officially in the books. I want to thank you very much for tuning in. I appreciate it. Like I said, this is a deeper tight end position in dynasty fantasy football that we're accustomed to seeing and there is a lot of talent like I was going through this list as I mentioned I've got Gronk ranked as my number 25 tight end so that tells you a lot about the depth this position has and once again thank you for tuning in I appreciate it and if you want to show your support for the podcast any way you can write a nice comment give a good rating whatever you feel this podcast deserves It is greatly appreciated. So once again, thank you for tuning in and stay safe.